moderator this evening this is dj checking in with you and i got my man mike d on the call tonight what's going on sir the dream team is in the house hey, you know what i'm saying the dream ladies, team is here ladies and gentlemen welcome to the 13th floor where the furniture is not always great but those views are amazing tonight we gonna have a conversation a one-on-one conversation we go back and forth we got a couple of topics we're gonna talk about um things that are on our mind we want to Get your feedback on it. So again, make sure if you're listening to this, make sure you drop some feedback in the comment section. Um, email us, whatever the case may be. Just get back at us, let us know your thoughts and everything we're going to talk about. Um, first, I wanted to check in, Mike, and say, man, how's things going up there? I know we're wrapping up year one for your oldest baby. I can't say baby girl, your oldest girl. Um, mm-hmm. Wrapping up a first year of college, man. Let's 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 talk about some takeaways as a dad and some conversation you've had with her over the years. What has that growth looked like for her? It's been interesting. Yeah, it's been interesting. Uh, I think for me, it was kind of the realization that, you know, once they go away, you want to see if all your teachings and everything, kind of how that impacts them when they get into the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, she was more prepared for college than she realized awesome. um, because a lot of stuff that we taught her and kind of built up in her was to prepare her for that first year of the shock of kind of like when you go away, those things that can happen your first freshman year, like you haven't been out, you go crazy drinking, you go crazy with relationships, you're not paying attention to classwork. And then they always look to the right, look to the left. One of these people won't be next to you. It's that group of people like, nah, we, we, we've been working on this since she was a baby. So okay. when she got there. It was good. Um, she's making it through. She kind of got past year one. Okay. Um, first semester was a little easier than second. Um, just only because of the schedule. So her schedule was real front loaded. Okay, but let's let's be real, because I, I remember the class that you told me she was taking going into the second second semester. So I'm thinking like when you think about your freshman year of college, unless it depends on what track you're on, let me say it that way. Right. Freshman year of college, because you know there's gonna be some playtime in there too, right? Right. Because of course everybody we go to school to learn and to get education. But at the same time you have to live and have experiences. I'll be the first one to tell you. Right. Like I, I might not have taken advantage of that my freshman year, but trust me, once I got hold and let loose of the engineering piece and got in, I like, look, you know what? It's time to have some fun and explore and grow myself. So Yeah, she's in the middle of the engineering piece. So it's I mean, she got chemistry, physics lab, chem lab, calculus, engineering, um, English. She's playing club basketball, so they traveling all over the place. She's doing so work what study. You, let me ask this one. Final or uh, properly GPA, what did she bring? What do you believe she's going to bring on? Uh, somewhere between 3.3 three to above 3.5. 3, three or 2 above 3.5. So yeah. you're talking about a girl her freshman year in some rigorous courses, away from home, away from mom and dad the first time, has the, has the, the foundation skills she needs. But, you know, sometimes that freshman year can be one of those ups and downs. Mm-hmm. A successful year all around. So, mom and dad, I know you've had conversations. So, what what does that sound like as far as your um, 
your insights, your reflection on letting her go away to college. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I, I guess what angst did you have before she went and have those subsided yet? I guess that's the best. Uh, honestly, my biggest concern was what type of a drinker she was. Okay, that's fair. Um, because as dads, you kind of want to know, all right, like, do you, like, did you get loud? Do you laugh? Do you fall asleep? Do you take your clothes? Like, what happens when you get drunk? And that's so, important. That's important to know about yourself, ladies. Right. So please allow that to happen at home before we allow that to happen amongst strangers that are not going to have your best interest at heart. Okay. Um, to find out that she really doesn't really like to drink. Um, so she's kind of more of an honest talker when she drinks which has been kind of the evolution of just, all right, we're not going to ask, but she went from, nah, I'm not going to have any kind of as the respect of a parent. Like, no, nah, I don't want my, I'm not even going to approach drinking to her responses. Nah, I'm not going to have any, like I'm full right now. I don't need any more. I've had enough. Okay. So you can see the growth because you see all of that and kind of her behavior, but you mm-hmm. only see the school part. So, like, I know she's been to parties. I know she has a social life. I know she has all these things as an adult, but she's mature enough to continue to handle her business while she's still finding herself and developing her identity. And you kind of saw that from the time we dropped her off mm-hmm. to or I'm dropping off my baby to now when you talk to her, you see that she's growing more into an adult and you can kind of see who Des is going to be as she grows to be older. Um, and in all of that, she has not lost her relationship with her brother and sister, which is awesome. Yeah. So like they talk all the time, every day, drop of the dime, anything happens. Um, I can honestly say almost anytime any of the three of them call each other, they automatically pick up. It's, That's awesome to hear, man. Yeah, it's very rarely four or five rings before somebody. It may not be the greatest of greetings. <laughs> uh, you may get say, "What's up, trash can?" <laughs> but at least you I'm gotta go back and forth. We still brother sister, but right? Gotta treat them that way, you know. At least, at least I'm answering the phone before I call you knucklehead. So That's what's up, man. That's cool. It's been good. Yeah. Cool, cool. So. I, I do have an honest question for you because I'm gonna I'm leading up to somewhere because it's something else I read this week earlier, um, and we don't have to get in specifics. But was there at a point in time during this first year away that she had to call you or email you or, or whatever communicate with you period about something that was going on that you felt um, as a father you were proud that she reached out for you about that situation or the or the, just the talk in general about something that you thought before maybe she might not talk to me about this before in mm, past experiences a couple of things uh i would say probably the biggest thing was boyfriend okay um because it gets to a point where we've always had the conversation like will you really like a boy talk to me about it um, her response was always, nobody's worthy enough yet. So, well, that's, um, that's a great response right there in the self. Right. And so, yep. nobody up until that point had been worthy yep. of Worthy of even presenting. So, uh, right. this year it was finally, okay, daddy, I need to talk to you about, um, I was like, all right, okay, well, tell me about him. 
Um, and it was more of a comfort level of being able to tell me kind of who he was, what he was about. You've known him. So it was her explaining, like, it's taking time for this to happen. It's not like somebody that I just met, but somebody that I've known for some time that I've grown to like. Um, as dad, you always still kind of understand that there's different relationships that will come and go so you don't get too attached. Mm -hmm. um, but still having the conversation was like, yeah, this is kind of cool. Um, I think the second part was her first exposure to Greek life because uh -huh. um, where she was, she's right outside the basketball courts. And so her first thing was like, daddy, she calls him the cues, but it was like, daddy, the bros outside, they on the court. She went over to cafeteria. She said that she came back. The police had came, and they was already getting escorted off of the police off of the court. And she was like, "I just shook my head because I just thought about all the stuff he had told me." It was like, "They just not quiet. They don't know how to do nothing at all." So that's, so that's you. So you you shared your experiences with? Oh her. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. With all of them. Yeah, okay. that's what I was saying. Like she was more because once she got, it wasn't the awe of, "Oh, okay, these are Greeks." It was like, yeah, whatever. That's my dad. And just kept walking. Or she see the dust. It's like, ah, oh, that's my Mima. And she was like, yeah, whatever. They do this. Yeah, I know. Those are the alphas. Those are the sigmas. Those are like, she knew about it. So she's telling the other freshmen, you know, like, these are things that happen on college. And they're like, oh, this is my first. She's like, yeah, whatever. And I got to go to class. Bye. Okay. So the whole awe of all of that, she was able to to understand it. We still ain't quite figured out this basketball thing, but that's a whole different conversation. Okay. Um, so I asked that question because I was I was reading an article this week. So I, I actually participated in an event last year through the All Pro All Pro Dad um event. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with it. Um, and it just came to mind when I was starting to talk about this question because this article had been on my mind because I started asking my, my own kids um, specific questions this week. But all pro dad, um, I look up real quick because I knew Tony Dungy was a part of it, but it was Mark Merrill and Tony Dungy um, back in 97. But um, I, I partici participated in an event, so I signed up for their mailing list so I get their emails. They normally send out one every day, if not every other day. Mm -hmm. I miss a few days of here and there. Um, but the one this week I happened to come my attention was about um, conversations, real conversations with the kids. And they give tips to dads and how to do stuff and tips with dads and daughters and dads and son and all that stuff. So time mm -hmm. to time, like, yeah, we know this stuff, we hear it. So, but this one caught my attention um, because it was talking about topics um, kids may be afraid to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. So, and they, they talked about how men in general or sometimes as the dad, Let's just put it that way. And I will take the man out. The father figure, whoever that may be, mm -hmm. um, have a lot of conversation and people feel comfortable talking with you. But at some point in time, there's always those topics that are taboo. Either they feel you're going to get mad at them if mm -hmm. they talk to you about it with, or they feel that it's too um, personal or they're embarrassed to talk. Mm -hmm. So they ended the article with just saying, just ask your kids a simple question. And you don't, they don't have to explain right now, but it's something for you to reflect on. So mm -hmm. talk to your kids and ask them. So the question is just simple. Are there any subjects or topics you feel you can't talk to me about at this point in time? Hmm. And just leave it at that and let them list things if they feel there's something, um, a topic or a subject, mm -hmm. they list it. And you, you don't go any further right then or there or prior asking why to make them feel embarrassed or feel like you're trying to dig deeper. 
you walk away, reflect on it, and then you come back a day, a couple of days later, and dig deeper as far as, okay, I thought about what you said, um, and I want to address that area with you because I want you to understand that no matter what happens in your life, even a topic like that is not too taboo for us to sit and have a conversation about. So I did it with my oldest son today, actually, and my daughter this evening. Um, I had some one-on-one time with them in a car. Um, and my, my youngest son, I, he was out doing some other things. So I had some time with him tomorrow. But one of the things I did was they, and they got to talk to me free will. And like, was there anything they felt that they could not talk to me about? Um, and I won't go into details now, um, but it was very interesting just to see them kind of pause and look at me like, are you really want to know? <laughs> like, like I ain't gonna get in trouble. Like, no, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not I asked you to get you in trouble. I just, I'm really interested. Is there something you feel that if something happened in your life around this topic, you couldn't come to me about? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, part, part of my daughter was we had to go to the store and buy some things. Mom is out of town and we had to go buy some things. And it was like, we'll, we'll walk around Target looking for shoes and um, underwear and things like that. And I'm like, this is my baby girl. I got to make sure she's comfortable and I have to be comfortable in my skin. Yeah. To walk in. I'm not worried about the ladies that are looking at me walk around it because she's over here looking at I'm trying to look around the thing so they may be look like who's this man walking around the thing I'm yeah. a father yeah my daughter is there or not I'm a father and it's my responsibility to make sure she's taken care of no matter what she needs and yeah. if she needs something I'm gonna go get it <laughs> right yeah. and I ain't worried about hey the middle one is for medium flow the one over here is for heavy flow and I'm, I'm not even at that spot yet. I'm not even near <laughs> that spot yet. But, but that's when I got down to when talking to her, I actually went there and I said, because you know, as things start happening, you grow older, you start maturing. There may be some things that um, you may need me to do. Mom may not be here. Like right this second, mom is out of town. Mm-hmm. If you need something, I need you to feel comfortable enough that you can come to me at any given time or pick up the phone and call me. And, and don't fear that I'm going to get mad or get upset about the situation or feel embarrassed. I just yeah. need you to be straight honest with me so I can help you problem solve whatever's going on. I'm not here to fix everything, but my role is to help you navigate this thing called life and yeah. not make the same mistakes that I did. Yeah. And I actually felt empowered after I had the conversation two times with him. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was good. So I mean, I was interested to hear at the co- collegiate level, she's there. and You guys have set a great foundation for already. I know. I know, mm-hmm. I know you guys well enough to know that any of your kids will go, will go off right now they're going to be okay. They're going to make it. And they're not going to be the ones that get lost and get yeah. all that other stuff out there. And it's been interesting that you said that because I did the same thing, but I kind of did it the opposite. Like I identified those conversations that would kind of be perceived as taboo. Mm-hmm. And I just jumped right in and started it. Like we're going to the most strangest thing you ever think I would say about it. And I'm automatically just going to say it. And then we're just going to get it out there looking like, what? I'm your daddy. So if you can't have these conversations with me, who are you going to have them with? Exactly. Me and your mama. That's it. And for my, I think for me, for my daughter, it was the most, I guess, successful, I guess, out of the, mm-hmm. I, not that one was better than the other, but because I want her to know that she can talk to me about it no matter what it is, right? Yeah. And I want her to feel safe that way. Because yeah. a lot of stuff that happens nowadays, and I know too many kids who don't have anybody to talk to and they carry everything themselves. And yep. I see them in schools and I see them out in the communities and they're the ones who have breakdowns and, and yep. so much going on because they can't share 
things that happen to them or yep. happening to them right now. Yep. Right? So, they know there's nobody to reach out to that they can confide in that's going to judge them or going to perceive it in a different way. Exactly. But, yeah, but I agree with you. Here. The girls were the girls were different. I think just because it was dad having the conversation versus having a conversation with mom. Mm. Whereas I see the same thing with Michael. Like there are some things that he and I will kind of look almost like equal to equal in conversation. Fine, mm-hmm. I say something, he automatically like, "Yes, mommy." Um, he'll want her to do things where it's kind of like, "Yeah." That's mommy asking, so yeah, I can see you kind of melting down and gotcha in a different way. Um, even with the boys, it was kind of conversations like, "All right, I got to take care of the girls. I'm gonna tell them about game and kind of all this stuff that's going on." Boy, you gonna have to tell Michael about what y'all girls think about <laughs> when you have conversations and trying to approach them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, yeah, it was really trying to. Even the thing about destiny with the boy that I mentioned about with college. Yeah. Like we started that conversation about nine years old. Okay. Um, so it's been a consistent soon as you got sixth grade, fifth grade to where I see you having conversations about your friends talking about boyfriend, girlfriend. Gotcha. Um, and where I can remember there were some instances of some craziness going on in hallways. And misinformation about stuff as well. Yeah, we uh, starting that right now to where we can talk about it. Um, gotcha. So, yeah, that was early on. All right, that's cool, man. Again, I'm glad she finished up that freshman year. It's been a good experience. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's been a growing experience for everybody in the family, it seems like. But through it all, I mean, one year down. One year down. And got a couple more. How much? How much longer you got before the second one goes? Uh, there. Yasmin is freshman now, so four years she'll be. Uh, Yasmin has always told us what is happening. So four years from now, she will be finishing her freshman year at Ohio State University in her first year tour. license. I won't hold that against y'all at all. Hey, she has her hey, best friend. though, go for it. Hey, her her best friend is going to Ohio State. Her and Skittles will be together as freshmen at Ohio State. Uh, I respect that. I respect that everybody got their choices. Yep, they made that pact at third grade. They're sticking to it. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, about learning a lesson about keeping your word, right? Hey, this. A lot of adults can learn that lesson in our days, but moving right along. (laughs) Correct. She will remind you in any minute. Don't get it. Don't forget, Daddy. I'm going to Ohio State. Me and Skittles. Okay. Don't matter where I'm at. I'm going to Ohio State. I like it. I like it. I love it. All right. So I know we were talking earlier too um, about an experience, an out of body experience that Mike seemed to have, Mike Jr. seemed to have, man. And I was excited when I heard it because it's that visualization that kids need. Right, to them to the next level, man. So, give give the listeners a little bit of background about what was going on and the experience that made you made you kind of smile on this. All right, so we've always had everyone knows about Mike do some baseball. Um, so this weekend, uh, wife's cousin had birthday party for her son, also cousin, um, at Yankee Stadium. So we get a party suite. Um, everybody pays, we get there. So originally his birthday is today. So you kind of got the birthday thing going on, Yankee Stadium, sweet, get a tour of the stadium, get Monument Park, big day on a Saturday in the Bronx. So he loves baseball. So he kind of gets amped up, start telling my body, he's like, mommy's going to get the tickets, probably going to be a bad game. 
finds out it's the Yankees, he's like, oh, okay, where where are we sitting? Like 500 seats way up in the new, what, 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 what? That's a suite? Okay, what time we leave? So, wait, uh, right, he's excited. He got his baseball jersey on with the 42 on the back. He got his hat, get to the stadium, get in. They go up early because they got to go to the bathroom. So they let him in, get to the bathroom. They get up to the suite. He's already got pictures taken. As we're going on the tour, we showing all the places. He's looking around. I can see him literally in awe, like, ah, ah, whatever. We walk into the suite. First thing he says is, this is what I tell you. First thing he says, I'm getting one of these when you guys come to watch me pitch. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Like, this is nice. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Right. So now you can see the field. He's seen it. We're watching everybody. The guys that are doing the actual warm they do the actual warm-ups that he does before a long toss. So mm-hmm. now it's the same, you know, this is what they do. So now I don't want to hear no more about you just getting out the car going, like, do your long toss, do your running, do your stretching, get that in before every game. Guy takes us on a tour because we got the suite and it's a guided tour. We're coming in like the back way from where the general ticket people are coming in. So they go to the Monument Park, lays like, nope, doors closed. We closing off this section. Guys like, no, we'll go around the back way. We come with the back way and where Yankee Stadium is, Monument Park is literally right in center field. They got the net over it so no balls hit it. Mm-hmm. He walks up to the thing, looks over to the side of the – and he's literally standing on the fence. You look down, and it's the warning track to center field. He plays center field for baseball. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's looking in, look at him, looks back, kind of goes around. We go through the rest of the thing. He never watches an entire baseball game. He watched that baseball game from first pitch to last pitch. Aaron Boom is thrown out. Aaron Judge gets hurt. It's run taken off the board from instant replay. Like, it's an amazing game. Leave at 8 in the morning. By the time we get home, it's about 7, 30, 8 o'clock at night. He literally gets out the car, walks in the house, like, hey, I got to work out. All right. Goes to work out, half hour or so. Sunday wakes up, does a little bit, look up. Daddy, I got to go work out again. All right. I don't have to ask. So Monday, we riding around. I'm like, but, man, like, what did you see when you looked over the net in center field? And he gives me kind of like a little strange look. I'm like, did you see yourself actually on the field? He starts giggling. It's like, yeah, Daddy, I actually did. And it was like this whole visualization of, you know what? That is that that that's good. Sometimes you see yourself in the future for places where you really want to be. So if you actually saw yourself there, that's why he was like, "Yep, all right, well, let, let's get at it." So the the irony of all of this is that there is actually a link between the Yankees and him. Mm-hmm. So his pitching coach now is the same pitching coach that worked with his travel coach's nephew who was drafted in the 11th round by the Yankees. Gotcha. So there is this actual comparison to where the same coach is literally worked with a kid that is now in double-A baseball pitching for the Yankees, um, doing the same exact workouts, the same exact everything as a comparison to say at this age – this is where you are compared to where he is at that age. So that's a blessing. That's right. That's everything aligning to give your son an opportunity to see 
where he could be. Looking out over that wall was all that boy needed mm-hmm. to push him past the daddy's making me go work out again. I don't want to get up to I need to go work out. I yep. need to go do this because if I want to get there, I have to work for it. Yeah. That's what I heard when I heard that story. And man, it was like again, it gave me goosebumps because like that visualization at at that age. Yep. Wonders for you as an individual, let alone what it's gonna do for you for you and for him as a as part of the family. Yep. And it's like he's been he's been more confident in his what his ability is literally since that moment. Then it's been like, yeah, okay, I hear other people say it, but now he sees it and believes it in himself. And that's all you need. Um, and I didn't even think that, like, we were talking about parenting and kind of like, that's all we do as parents is you try and put them in positions where they begin to have the confidence in themselves to grow and continue as people. And once they get that, hey, it's on autopilot. Just bring me the grandkids. I'll kick them around for a little bit and I'll send them back to you. But other than that, hey, I've done my job. God willing, bring me a beer. <laughs> let's let's eat something. That's um, what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, That's good stuff, man. Like that just, that made my day when I, when I heard that story a little while ago. Like we gotta make sure we tell the people that because that's the type of thing that when you so I, I want to preface that with saying preface that by saying um, I know you guys. I, I've gotten to know you and Vaughn over the years. And, and just hearing everything that's going on in your family, you're letting your kids find their way, right? Mm-hmm. You're not making them go do stuff. And, and what I hear a lot, what I see a lot of time is kids are, they're into the sport, but they, their heart's not there. Yep. They're into it because daddy played football. I got to play, my brother played football, so I got to play football too. Yep. I don't really want to play football though, right? Or I want to go to college and football was my only way. Yep. Can't do it. Can't I, like, it, it, it. It pains me every time I hear that. It, when yeah. people say that's my only way I'm going to get there. Because yeah. it's not the only way if we start early. But then that falls back on us going back to it takes a village, right? Yeah. Because sometimes, a lot of times it's ingrained that that is the only way out, right? Yeah. A, lot, a lot of families yeah. believe that. A lot of teacher kids that this is the only way out, either the music, sports, or yeah. some other some other like major air like that, unless you're very artistic or something like that, that's your only way out. Was well, not the case. You got plenty of other options. Um, and I'm not always talking about just straight academic going to four year college. I mean, mm-hmm. there's many out there's career, there's trades, there's many other things that yeah. if you find the right spark for that kid, the right motivation, is the the sky's the limit, man. Yeah. I'm excited about the future for Mike, for Dez, for for all our kids, man. They they're gonna live some great lives because of the different things that we're implementing right now and i'm gonna i don't take credit for a lot but i take credit for my kids right absolutely that's it they they have to make their own choices as they grow older whatever i'm trying to give them more responsibility but i think we did damn good so far yep i agree yeah thank god for my village right is not taking anybody so our village has helped us tremendously like Mm -hmm. we wouldn't be where we're at today without our village so prayers up for them and thanks thankfulness for all of them but at the same time i think that what we learned and how we let our kids grow has truly been one of the things that's been successful for my wife and I, as far as when we look at what they're doing and how they're growing right now. So mm-hmm. kudos to you guys, kudos to all the families out there that are doing that. I mean, just keep up a good job man, and just know that anything you want to do with them, anything you they want to do, I'm saying it wrong, I'm sorry. Anything they want to do is possible, man. And, and it sounds cliche, but it really is the truth. Mm-hmm. It was, I think the, 
biggest part of that for me was to realize that even out of that, Yasmin is the one that makes me a better father because she challenges me. So it's easier for me to say, yes, Destiny, go play basketball. Yes, Michael, go play baseball. And then Yasmin said, okay, yeah, but I want to go to the movies. Hmm, what? And it's like, you just came from like your friend's house this weekend. Yeah, I know, daddy, but I want to go to the movies and then we're going to go have a sleepover. And then it's like, at what point does her excelling in her social relationships like, do you support that just as much as you support them with their sports? Gotcha. And then you have to realize, okay, well, why am I telling you, no, you can't go? Is it because you constantly going? Okay. Is it you don't need money? You got your own money. You just want to be around your friends. And that that sport life, that academic life, that, that straight academic thing is not for everybody. Right. And she's fine. I mean, she's straight A's. So she'll come and be like, hey, I got straight A's on all my tests for the last three weeks. So can I go out and go to Starbucks? For what? Like, I just want to go hang out with my friends. Like, Why can't you hang? And you start to just start to eat away at it until she gives you a look like, all I want to do is go to Starbucks. <laughs> That's it. All right, well. The worst thing I can say is the bad benefits of coffee to your health. But other than that, right. And then she'll be like, well, I'm just going to get something. We're going to walk around and go to the shops. So, all right, when I drop him off to baseball practice, I guess I got to drop you off to the mall. And then (laughs) it's almost like like punishing her for not picking a sport to play. Right. And so that's where it's like really have to think about, like, what are the reasons why you're telling yes or no? Kind of what is it that you're trying to develop in them? What are you trying to instill? And then she'll say, okay, well, I got an art show coming up on a Thursday that my photography is going to be in. And then the play that I'm in stage crew on is on this Thursday, Friday, and this Friday, Saturday. The show is going to be awesome, daddy. So it's a different way that you kind of have to check yourself and mm-hmm. kind of think through the, it's a different parenting for each one of the three, but you got to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's absolutely a hundred percent perceptive and she realizes that she's making her mark by not being destiny, even though, she is exactly just as respectful, as resourceful, as intelligent. It's just a completely different way. She's finding her own way, her own path. Mm, oh, is she? Everybody's north and south, and as mean, just creates her own direction altogether. Right. <laughs> but that's okay, because at the end of the day, like you said, the, the one example you gave, though, no matter what happens, they talk every day, they communicate. Mm-hmm. And as brother and sister, it doesn't matter which direction they go. They supporting each other. They got yep. each other back. They probably got each other's back and stuff y'all don't even know about. Oh, it's beyond even a realization how much they have each other's back. So if something happens, those three are the first one that will troubleshoot it before we even hear anything about it. They's chatting, texting. Um, and what's crazy is even they have included all the cousins, even friends of theirs, mm-hmm. are all part of a group chat. So um, conversation, one of the friends literally back in Ohio, issue happened with prime date, that mom calls Vaughn, like, hey, you think the kid, uh-uh, I'm out of it. I know they talk. They ain't said nothing. I'm not saying nothing. And the moms kept going back and forth. Should we intervene? They brought up like, oh, we didn't talk about that a long time ago. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not getting involved in that. 
they are way too close. All right, that's um, cool, man. Yeah, not happening. All right. So last thing we're going to talk about before. So we got a big event coming up in June, man. Yes, yes, yes. In Cleveland. I want you to give the people, because I know we got some listeners out there in Cleveland. I know we got some people around Cleveland. I know we got people there that are willing to travel to Cleveland for the event that's coming up. I want you to give the people just an a overview, that 3,000-foot view. And everyone kind of chime in. We're going to bring back to the the cup um, the cup corner. We got to come up with a catchy name for it. He said a cup uh, corner. The cup that that don't that don't even make sense. So scratch that out, you and take that out. <laughs> we want to talk about cup updates, right? Um, to give that people that overview of what's going to happen, what's coming to Cleveland area. Because I'm excited about the opportunities coming there, and there's so many people jumping on board. And mm-hmm. it's it's going to be a phenomenal event. So give the people Absolutely. a little bit of information about what's going on. June 12th to June 16th, the Community Cup Classic will be kicking off. Uh, the Classic is a community-wide family engagement competition uh, with the ultimate goal to raise at minimum a million dollars to cover gaps to support either youth development, family engagement, some type of resource within community that can bring family and community together. Um, so different neighborhoods will be participating, uh, competing in health and fitness activities, competing in youth programming, but they'll have an opportunity to be engaged in a lot of the programs and services that are going on in Cleveland. Uh, we're going to have a health fair. Uh, that's going to be at the Parma Library. There's going to be outdoor activities and youth programs at Warrensville Heights High School with food trucks and Recess Cleveland. Um, health and fitness screenings and physical activities with Bike Cleveland. The County Board of Health is involved, the County Library, Warrensville Schools, the City of Warrensville, uh, Neighborhood Connections, Radio One, Josh Gibson Foundation. It's a lot of activities that are going to be going on uh, beginning in June that will continue throughout the summer and then throughout the year all culminating with the annual event that will pretty much take place every year in June. Um, so it's kind of bridging the historical black college classics mm-hmm. where you had the step show and the battle with the bands and all these different events that are going on, concerts, comedy shows, all of those will be fundraising events. We're still going to have them people. So we still going to have the comedy tours. Uh, hopefully we can work to get some, well-known comedians in that we all know and that you all know, mm-hmm. but a hundred percent of those ticket proceeds will go into the fund that will be able to get the dollars back to the community. So it's really trying to bridge some gaps, coordinate some activities, but really trying to make sure that people can take advantage of those things that will ultimately make life better for everybody that lives in the community, that works in the community, and that worships in the community. That's what's up, man. We got. I don't know. They left it. They left us two on the show for the night, so they got the Ohio connection holding it down. That's right? what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking Cleveland about. Down says, from Cleveland up in the northwest, northeast. Yeah. I'm, I'm tripping my direction off. Cleveland up in the <laughs> Cincinnati down in the southwest. Right. What they say, outcast better know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, don't I, don't, I don't represent the Buckeyes, but you know, straight from Ohio, nothing yeah, every day, born and raised there. But again, it. man, I appreciate you tonight, man. India for the people before we get up out of here, man. Nah, I'm just, uh, it's been just a pleasure. I know everybody was kind of wondering. They thought we left everybody off on the introduction. <laughs> just, just the dream team tonight, ladies and gentlemen, just me yeah. and DJ.
Shout out to every all the other fellas, man. Everybody couldn't get on night. There's like when I tell you, life comes hard at us, ladies and gentlemen. Um, life does come hard, but we still try to find a way to make sure that we give. We make sure this is a staple um, weekly um, for the people, and just make sure we have that keep our commitment to what we said we were going to do from the get go. Um, shout out to the brother Kenny right now. I know he's going through prayers. his family prayers up to his family. His grandfather passed away over the weekend. I believe it's either Saturday night or. Easter Sunday morning, um, his father passed mm-hmm. away. So shouts out, prayers up, Grandpa, to- Grandpa, Grandpa. Sorry, Grandpa passed away. I misspoke there. I do apologize. Um, but again, prayers and condolences to the family. You know, we got your brother. Um, Brett's going through a lot of things with work right now, but this brother is out there grinding, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Grinding him and his lady. Um, they're doing their thing. They got he's got work at home. He got family. They're grinding. Jay Dace, um, he's back healthier. Um, Phenomenal. <laughs> Um, but the boys out there grinding too man we keep in contact daily um so don't think we only on this show once a week and that's all we time we see each other we're in constant contact all hours of the night all hours in the morning early in the morning i think this morning earlier like at 4 30 4 4 45 something like that um but i saw when i got up i wasn't up at that point in time um shout out to coach k um Man is grinding right now too, people. Like the man is grinding. So when you see these people, you hear these people know that this is just extra time taken out to make sure we provide the content that we believe that the listeners want to hear, to provide the content that we feel is important, to make sure that the 13th, 13th floor is a place that when you tune in, you're going to get the information you need to make it through your day, to better yourself, or even just to challenge you about what's going on right now. And at the same time, challenge us. That's one last thing I'm going to put out there before we go. Challenge us, ladies and gentlemen. Give us topics to talk about. Um, give us things to research, things we haven't talked about yet you want to see. But make sure you go back and watch the other 112 episodes before you tell me we didn't talk about something, right? Got to be up on your game. Do that. Challenge us. Drop us some information. Drop us um, a line, email, whatever the case may be. We want to hear back from you guys. But it's always a pleasure to be here on the 13th floor. And if Mike, if you're good, we're going to sign out, man. Yeah, I got a shout out to Art. I got a shout out to Art. I know we had Art's corner in a minute, but I thought about it. Saying, so I got I got something that I found uh, that I'd like to share. If you think you can do a thing or think you can't do a thing, you're right. That sounds right. Delight Road, Art's corner was in, man. There we go. Shout out to Art. All right, Art. Uh, shout out to his, his wife, too, because, again, that man, when I say he got, and I didn't mean to leave art out, but I just when you just said art, it triggered. Um, his wife is putting together a huge uh, philanthropic event um, up in Jersey, and I don't have the information on me right this second. I do apologize, but he's been helping with that. So when we're talking about us, it's not just us grinding. Our wives are grinding, our mm-hmm. kids are grinding, everybody's out here because about sure. the difference we make now, about what's gonna happen for them in the future, man, and that's what all this is about. So yep. I'm excited. I'm jacked up. We can go another 30 minutes, but we're going to cut it now, right? Yep. The red light is on. The red light. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the 13th floor this week. The furniture's not always best, but the views. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. The 13th floor. Man, that was like 38 minutes. Held it down. Held it down. It's like, yeah. The 13th floor. The 13th floor.